Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. So, last time uh, we were mid-battle, uh, the party's plans enacted over months have come to fruition, and you found yourselves and your army of supporters uh, in the Underdark uh, fighting the Demon Lords. Uh, the Demon Lords, according to plan, uh, were summoned by the, the ritual. The Dark Heart Talisman was planted at the base of uh, Vizarin Devere's Tower and uh, apparently completed successfully as all the demon lords uh, were summoned. And then they uh, pretty much, like, uh, you know, killed each other. So that's great. And now you're here, and the Demogorgon uh, was the last uh, last one alive, and you caught his attention, and you've been fighting him. And that's where we are picking up uh, this session. So uh, at mid-fight, everything seems to slow for a moment, but your eyes are able to kind of turn left to right and see... A portal appear, and it's our friend the safety tools who leans out and says, "Hey, everybody, thanks. don't forget to, you know, if there's content that's, uh, you know, uh, bothering you. Um, the uh, safety tools are there. You can uh, play a card, and we will pause and deal with those." Uh, and then he leans back in, and the safety tool, the the portal closes, and uh, time seems to speed up again, and then it slows down again as another portal opens up, and Jim Jar steps out. Nope. Uh, Jim Jar uh, kind of runs over and says um, uh, to everyone, just like a really quick, you know, zipping around, uh, pats each of you on the shoulder and says, I bet you can do this. Uh, and you feel uh, blessed and your wounds start to close a little bit. And if you've spent your inspiration, you gain an inspiration. Uh, and then Jim Jar uh, kind of, you know, does a last little twirl and then disappears back into the portal, which closes. Uh, Thanks, so- your cousin. <laughs> yeah. uh, so everyone can mark down on your uh, your records, your logs for today, that you have uh, been blessed by somebody with a, a permanent blessing of wound closure. So what does that do? Uh, yeah, so this... Uh, acts like a periapt of wound closure, the uh, the magic item. Uh, so while you wear this pendant or our hashtag blessed, which is forever, uh, you stabilize whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. In addition, whenever you roll a hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points it restores. Hey, nice. All right. Uh, so then that portal closes and uh, Jinjar is gone. Uh, and then uh, time speeds up again. Hey, and we are just at the end of Roger's turn. Uh, Demogorgon. Start has... of Roger's turn. Uh, do you want it to be the start of your turn? Mm-hmm. Because the Demogorgon uh, just cast Confusion on you, which had no save, and you are not unable to take uh, actions. Uh, he casts or move. He cast Confusion on me as a legendary action. And then he took his turn. Hmm. 
I I don't think he took his turn because he's uh he's he is second from the bottom right now. Yeah, yeah, he's second well, from the bottom. His turn is already passed. Let's take a look. Right, so it should last until he comes up again. Right. Uh, the effect lasts until the start of Demogorgon's next turn. So I, I, th- I thought this had been done as a legendary <clears throat> action at the end of your turn. Um, I think you did way, it at the end of my turn. Either way, I, I then, didn't think it was going to have an effect because it was after your turn had passed, and then his turn would come up again, so it, it wouldn't really do anything. Right, and then we went through the turn order, and we stopped when you got back to me because I was the top of initiative. Uh, okay, because we have the session ending. It's okay. Right after that. Uh, no. So I, either way, right, confusion. Yeah, nothing happens. Okay, it's fine. Move on. All right, so we'll move on to Vigor and Vigor, and it's your turn. All right. Um, I will uh, do something. Uh, <laughs> uh, what will I do? Um, I am going to. Um, <laughs> He takes okay, so I can do any spell that's not a concentration. No, I'm not going to screw that up again. I uh, screwed that up somewhere with someone. Um, let's see. No concentration. No concentration. No concentration. Okay, that does not take concentration. Uh, okay, yeah, I wanted to actually do this. Uh, I'm going to cast Ice Storm on him. I don't know if it'll actually do anything, but uh, all right. So, um. Don't know if you want to drop a thing down there. It's um, uh, ice storm is uh, is a uh, how many twenty foot radius, but I'm basically going to hit him and not anybody else. Okay. And I suppose he's going to choose to save. Uh, he has advantage, and he did save. Oh, <laughs> he did save. All right. Uh, let I me think that's see. Half, though, right? Yeah, it's half. Okay. Uh, so the damage is 26. Well, mm-hmm. it's 14 plus 10 cold. So he's going to take 5 cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is magical bludgeoning. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So he takes the 14, uh, okay. and then he takes the 5. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my arcane firearm goes adds to that. I can't remember if it does or not. But, uh... I think it does. And I, okay. I think it just counts as magic damage. I don't think it's yeah like any specific type so we're just gonna take two off there mm-hmm. um okay all right that will be my turn oh yeah and then after my uh oh, my, is that my, my concentration or is that just a one-time thing uh nope that is not concentration that's why i picked it because uh gotcha. i learned my lesson playing a game recently i can't remember who it was was it was it with this group where i was casting multiple concentrations Oh, so okay, I was yeah. very careful right, not so to do that. We'll All right, on. so yeah, so I am going to move my golem up there. Uh, is it okay if it stands where the bat is? Uh, the the bat was kind of nebulous; it wasn't in the last game, so we're gonna just move it off to the side there. All right, yeah, bat's just wherever he needs to be. Right okay, now. and this thing is going to uh, try to make some 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 swings here. I don't know if it's gonna land any, but uh, we will. Oh, and uh, let's see. Oh. A melee attack. Uh, all right. Uh, one, two. And that did not... Why did that not roll? That did not roll. That did not roll. Why did that not roll? 
Let me try again. So the construct is magical, and it says it is doing bludgeoning damage, but it does not specify that it's a magical bludgeoning. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> too much. Uh, your spell attack modifier to hit. It's a slam. It, do, it does spells level bludgeoning damage. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 Um, I'll, I'll 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 go with that. Uh, it's not. Um, it makes sense that it's not a uh, magical. So maybe this won't actually do anything. But might yeah, as well try. Be the problem is. Okay. Uh, twenty six and a twenty six. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll hit. Um, my character doesn't know that uh, it's not going to affect it. So, yeah, it, uh, so the the attacks make contact, but it doesn't seem to notice or react. Unfortunately, I, I'm not seeing okay. anything. So he is immune to non-magical bludgeoning damage. Got it. Yes, this we have learned. Yes, uh, Vigorn would would have figured this out now. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess that's end of turn. And uh, that thing is no longer worth anything except a punching bag. <laughs> so, but I can. It looks cool though. Mm-hmm. I can. Cool. I can switch spells now. So, I know Demogorgon took a legendary action after Roger's turn. Did it take one after Gophers as well? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, let me scroll up real quick. Maybe we can see. We should just assume that, of course, it took a legendary action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I see the confusing gaze. Roger's turn. An inside check from Raka. There's a tail attack after Gopher's turn, so I think it did take a legendary action. So, okay, nice. so we're going to go on to Raka then. All right. I'm going to do my fightery stuff. I'll use a bonus action to adrenaline rush, give myself an extra dash movement. And get nice and cozy next to Demogorgon. Um, Fenner, if you're cool with it, we can switch spots using my bait and switch, and I can give you a AC bonus. You'll just be right where I am. I have no problem with that whatsoever. (laughs) Okay, nice. So just move your your little cursor up, your token. Cool. All right. And then let me grab the wording there, because it never pays properly from uh, D&D Beyond. So, um, no special roll other than my superiority die, so I'll do that now. I do d10s now. Four, so four bonus to your AC. I will take it. Cool, 24. And that's just till the end of my next turn, I believe. Okay. All right. And then I'll take some strikes at uh, this beast here. So first one will just be a regular attack with the Great Axe. You, 13, not going to hit. Try that again. 29, that's better. All right, and then I'll try this one uh, with my Great Weapon Master. Yeah, nice. Awesome. So, uh, first damage, uh, that's okay. 11 damage for that one. And then 10 plus 10 for the second one. Okay, so and you know, uh, 25 to hit? Uh, the, so the fee, um, a le- uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, sorry. Okay. All right. Yep. That'll still hit. Uh, okay. That's for 20 damage. Got it. That's right. Plus the 20. Uh, so 21 altogether. 
Um, I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, we'll move on to Thunder then. All right. Um, spirit bonus action, Spirit Guardian moves up. It's 20 feet. I uh, can't quite get there. Um, and Finner will grab his amulet, mutter a quick prayer for assistance, and cast Spirit Guardians at fifth level. Right. Um, so it is DC 17. And on the start of the um, you will do that. Uh, yep. Uh, and that's bonus action. Action. I don't have any need to move. Uh, that will do it. End of turn. Uh, all righty. Demo Gergen's turn. Oh, I need to put uh, my little... That is concentration, so I will put my little blue concentration marker on. Okay. Uh, uh, one thing, uh, now that it's his turn, he starts his turn within 10 feet of, I mean, this is ridiculous, I know. <laughs> so, one other thing, before we get to that, um, yeah. Raka and Fenner, you're kind of off the cliff here. Oops. I, I didn't see that before, so there's there's a five foot space here where someone can be, um, but this this is actually a, a cliff right, right here. Mm, okay, well, interesting. How far um, down is that cliff? Uh, I think I'd imagined it as a slope, actually. So you know, we'll just we'll, we'll keep rolling because it, <laughs> I the the way I described it before was like the rest of your army is basically was on the slope between you and the portals, and then there's been all kinds of like other stuff flying out and attacking your army, and your fighting your army is fighting back. So you're just like down kind of amidst the rest of your army who's like fighting other stuff and you're focused on them uh yeah all right so let's let's keep going that. so first we've got the wisdom save for the spirit guardians right uh for the stone lethargy of the golem i know it's not going to do anything but might as well try uh what is this ability wisdom oh uh uh, when a creature the construct can see starts its turn within 10 feet of the construct, the construct can force it to make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC. On a failed save, the target can't use reactions in its speed as halved until the start of its next turn. So just in case we want to, you know, move people around, that kind of thing. Alright, what's your spell save DC? 17. Alright, so it passes that. Yeah. Alright, and then for the spirit guardians... Uh, it passes that, so it's <laughs> going to take the 10 radiant damage. Uh, radiant damage. Mm-hmm. So 10 radiant damage. That. Yep, exactly, Raka. Um, okay, so there's that. It's taken that. Is there any other effects that need to go off here? Nope. Not at the her. end of no. his turn, nope. he needs to make a saving throw, but that's at the end of his turn. Uh, what, what effect is that for? on the big blue circle that's he's standing oh, in the middle of gotcha gotcha all right well uh let's move uh bat back a little bit then because i don't think uh gopher would have flown bat into a spiral of radiance um, no not at all yep, yep, yep. all right so that's what the hand is for demo gorgon is going to um uh, do this, and he's gonna replace one attack. Well, let's do the attack first. So we've got how many creatures within range? One, three. Um, hmm. hmm. All right. So Demogorgon is gonna climb up a bit and uh, stands atop of the uh, 
stands atop of the, uh, the little mesa here, or the, the you know cliffside, whatever we want to call it that you're on. Um, and he gives the um, you know his his roaring sounds and whatnot. Both heads are uh, are roaring furiously. Um, all right, so now he's got one, two, three, four, five targets in range. So we're gonna roll a d5. Fenner is one. Roger is five. Do I take an opportunity to attack first, or? Uh, oh, because it stepped out of your range? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so. so, Roger, it's hitting you with this tentacle. Uh, it does not have advantage, I think, so it's not the... So, one, one-handed would be 30 to hit for 14. Okay, yep, that will hit, so it's going to take the it's magic also. Yeah, it's magical axe. That All right, so it took the damage. Roger, a 32 to hit probably hits. Um, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. So that's going to be 29 force damage, and I need a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, do you want a flash of genius, Roger? It'll be a plus four. I, I don't think that's going to help me out or here D4, for DC yeah. 23. No, sorry. All right, point maximum reduced by 29. Um, so that was that. And, and then um, a rocket would also like to take a reaction sentinel strike with it attacking Roger. Okay, yeah, go for it. Wait, is it just 29 or is it the 29 plus 27 force? No, uh, it was 29. Crit, so it was just a 29. Ooh. Uh, Rocket, is that a 19 to hit? That's correct. Okay, a 19 will miss. No! <laughs> um, all right, so. Jump uh, again. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's gonna do. All right. So first, it's gotta select a target. So one creature within range. So we have one, two, three, four, five valid targets for this. Um, so we're gonna roll a d five. <laughs> it is again a five. So let's Vigorn uh, uh, because it's Fenner is one. And then in descending from the north, uh, so Fenner, Raka, Roger, go for Vigorn. Uh, so Vigorn, uh, let's see the prize you won. Um, so we're going to roll a... D- <laughs> I don't want that prize! <laughs> D6. Bad prize. Uh, so, Vigorn, you are stunned. Um, all right. All right. Oh, let me restart my roll twenty scripts here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So no save against that? Oh, uh actually do, 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 do. Ah, sorry, I do need a wisdom save. DC twenty three. Wisdom. My one thing. Yeah, well, uh, I don't think I can beat that unless I get a twenty and then Flash get speed. lucky. Yep, yep. And I did not. Okay. Alright. I am stunned. Edition, I so then, what I will, uh, uh, I'll, I'll put a little stunned icon. What's a good stunned icon here? Uh, I already have API scripts. Oh. Um, so stunned, I believe, is this one. Okay. The API scripts are not working. Trust me. <laughs> oh, well, the fist symbol means you're stunned. Yep. You are okay. stunned. And then concentration drops. Uh, what were you concentrating on? Uh, the construct. So uh, he just goes away. Uh, does the spell say that it goes away? Because some of them, if you summon them, then you like lose control. Or... I will look. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, all right. It's, uh, all right. Like spirit something. 
Uh, this is a summon cons- construct. Uh, con- uh, all right. Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, the creature disappears when it drops to zero hit points or when the spell ends. So it's okay, the spell ends, so it disappears. Goodbye. Um, this actually has a bigger stat plot, so let me see if it specifies magic damage or... Um, no, unfortunately, I'm not seeing not seeing that here. Either. Okay, so we'll we'll just keep moving. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so Roger's stunned. Um, no, Vigorn is stunned. Is Roger stunned too? Oh, I'm sorry. Vigorn is stunned. Roger is uh, scared or something. Confused. That's what it. Is. Not anymore. Roger's confused. Oh, Started his turn. Yep, yep. So good. That effect is ended. All right, so that is, uh, let's see, Demogorgon has used the attack action. Okay. Um, all right, so we will keep on moving. Go for it, it's your turn. All right. Um, well, I'm going to have my bat help me out. And then I'm going to fire my hand crossbow, Demogorgon. All right. So, did you let's see? Do the bonus action mage hand? Uh, no, that's uh, that's mage hand is still way out there, but that's over here. Okay. That is helping me out in a similar way. All right. So, the- and actually, it looks like the mage hand might have gone quote unquote oof away because I moved too far away from it. Uh, is it like it's got to remain within thirty feet? Yeah. Yeah, my ran too far away, so it poofed. All right. Well, we'll just move it off to the side here in case it. Comes yeah. Back. Because I will cast it later. All right. I figured so. All right. So, um, the bat. Uh, typically, familiars go at the end of your turn, which means it would be able to give oh. advantage to the next creature. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that first one was higher anyway. Um, All right. So the twenty-five will hit for sure. Um, and you have allies around, so you don't need the advantage, and you don't have disadvantage, right? So. Sneak attack should apply, so that's going to be... Let's see, it's a magic weapon. That's good. Uh, sneak attack already rolled. It's the... Uh, that's. I'm sorry, I can never remember that's going to do that. Yep, it's all good. So that's going to be 35 damage to Demogorgon. Um, all right, so that was your action. Any bonus action or anything else? Anything? Um, bonus action is going to be reload. Okay, gotcha. Makes sense. Checks out using crossbow. Um, okay... All right, so any, I'm guessing your bat does its uh, next, uh, next... Right, um, and then I guess I would move back a little further as well. There. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Keep the bat's going to help me out, and I'll take some more steps back. All right, so the bat gives the help action for the next creature that attacks it, uh, attacks the Demogorgon. Um, anything else for Gophers? Um, no, that's all. All right. So, Demogorgon, on its turn, is going to cast a spell. Um, yeah, so it's casting a spell as a legendary action. Let's see. Do I have... Well, I do have Counterspell. Alright. Go ahead and cast Counterspell. Nice, what level are you casting? It's third level, so what do I have to roll? Uh, Alright, so you're a Charisma caster, right? So you need to make a yes. Charisma check. And if you have anything that you add, if you're like a war wizard or something else, you can add that. Otherwise, it's just a... Uh, 
Wow. Wow. So you saw Demogorgon reach out with one of its tentacles and towards Vigorn, and Vigorn started to lift off the ground. His feet had just left by a couple of inches. He was unable to save against whatever this was, but the spell was countered and Vigorn drops down to the ground. No damage, no effect. Um, all right. So that was legendary action after Gopher's turn. So, Roger, it's your turn. And you get- Yay, I'm no longer confused. It worked. <laughs> All right. Uh, bunny hop, 15 feet, uh, which does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Then I am going to run up to somewhere around here. Nice. This so spell you is have now left to- its combat range. Where are you before? Uh, uh, so when I bunny hopped, uh, I and 15 feet to here. All right. So, and then I ran up like to here. Okay. I don't know at what point I leave his range. Yeah. So you left his range basically this way. His range is ten feet. All right. Um. So he will attack. He doesn't protect. He only attack. <laughs> uh, twenty-five to hit for twenty-three and another con save. Yikes. <laughs> All right, so 23 force damage, uh, and your max HP is reduced. Um, <laughs> all right, and it's still Roger's turn. Right. So then uh, I Roger, you get smushed like an accordion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's that's exactly what it is. Uh, so I'm going to come up here, and I am going to cast Holy Aura, nice. which gives me an aura, and everybody in that aura... Uh, you have advantage on all your saving throws, and anybody attacking you has disadvantage on their attack rolls. And if they are a fiend or undead, I don't know if Dem- Demogorgon counts as one of those, they have to make a constitution saving throw or be blinded. Nice. So creatures of your choice in that radius when you cast that spell. So is everyone within 30 feet of you? 25, 25, 25, 25... Get the bat and everybody too. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um. All right. And it is concentration, so we'll give you the the stopwatch of pain. Um. <laughs> all right. So there we go. Uh, anything else for Roger? I believe that was bonus action, squish, and action. So I think that's everything. All righty. Um, let's see. So, Demogorgon, reactions, attempted to cast a spell. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, so that's it for Roger, then. We'll move on to Vigorn. Uh, who is stunned? Uh, uh, does a stun uh, come off? Stun until the start of Demogorgon's next turn. Okay, so... Next. Or until the okay. Demogorgon is no longer within line of sight. So if you run a long <laughs> way. Um, all right. So we'll keep on moving then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raka, your turn. Okay. Um, all right. Very good. So I'm going to use my bonus action. Raka's eyes are going to turn black and you see her um, shoot a wave of black energy at Demogorgon, and it's going to curse it with Hexblade's curse. Uh, I'll get plus five to damage rolls, and I shall hit this first attack with a distracting strike. 
And scroll, scroll, copy, paste. Alright, so the next attack roll against the target has advantage, as long as it's before my next turn. Right, and then I will, if I hit, of course. So let's try that first. Alright. Uh, did you grow up I'm sorry, say that again? Did you Great Weapon Master this attack? No, not this one. Alright, so 24 will hit then. Okay. Uh, with my curse, I'll get a 5 points. Of, whoops, that's not the right one. Dagger! <laughs> um, Alright, 16 points of slashing damage, plus 5 points bonus from the curse. It's 21. And uh, let me strike again with Great Weapon Master this time. Uh, Great Weapon Master, I think you have to do it at the beginning for the first attack. Uh, I thought you could do it on any strike. Let me see here. Feats. Great Weapon Master. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking Reckless. That's what I'm thinking of. Because Great Weapon Master... Uh, Before a melee attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I must be thinking of uh, Reckless. So, yep, yep, yep. Alright, so this one becomes 23, which will hit. Uh, Plus 10 damage. Uh, ooh, I'm going to re-roll that with Savage Attacker, my one. Re-roll the D12, not too much better, but four plus six is ten, plus ten is twenty for that hit. Plus the hex, right? So 25? Oh, plus five, yes, thank you. Okay. And let's try one more time, Great Weapon Master. Ooh, nice rolls. That becomes uh, 21. 21, does that hit? Okay, a 21 will miss. No. Oh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to precision attack and use another uh, that'll add a two to that. All right. That hits. Excellent. All right. So that'll be uh, 18 plus 10 plus five. Yeah. So 33. Yes. All right. Got it. Okay. That's it for Raka. All right. Fenner, your turn. Fenner, I'm assuming coming up the slope is difficult terrain, so I'll only move up 10. And do something super exciting, like swing a battle axe. <laughs> oh, did it not take it? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's try again. Swing a battle axe. Mm-hmm. There you go. 26 will hit. Uh, was that one? For 14? 14. For 14, one-handed. I've got a, I've got a uh, shield. Gotcha. And once again, nice. 28 for 13. Uh, 28 will hit for 13. And then good old spiritual weapon, go one, two, three, four. So just far enough to be able to attack. And bonus action. It was, uh, what did I, I don't remember what level I cast this at. Did I do it? I had to, oh, I must've done it at second level. Okay. Um, I don't know why I didn't do it at a higher one. I was probably saving it for, for something, but anyway, 22 for 11. 22 just barely hits, and it'll take Um, Fenner, if you want to crit fish, I realize you get advantage on that first strike that you did with your battle axe. Was, so well, could... uh, Oh, and then Rock, uh, I think you would have crit, or been able to crit fish for the first attack, too, from the bat. Oh, yeah. So okay. Attack roll Not. Sweet. Okay. Okay. Nope. So no change there. And then uh, Fenner, one more battle axe? Yep. Hold on. No. Nope. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, 
but I got a good a bad roll out of the way. So thank you, Rocco. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else for funner? I I listen. I can't do better than that round. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, Other than as soon as I give up my uh, round, you've got to do a wisdom saving throw again for 17. Uh, That is true. At the beginning of its turn, wisdom saving throw, uh, 30. uh, That will save to um, 10 damage. Okay. I think my my spiritual weapon was 20 total, and you take half. Um, Yep. All right. So it'll do that. It takes that damage. All right. On its turn. It's going to, again, multi-attack. It's going to do... Hmm. It's going to move... Uh, it's a big creature, so it can share Fenner's space. Uh, it's going to move up just close enough to Roger. So now it's got a couple of targets in range. Uh, we'll roll a d3. Rocket is one. Fenner's two. Roger's three. Oh, jeez. <laughs> What the hell? (laughs) What did you do? Nothing. Literally nothing. Uh, 30 to hit. 28 force damage. A con save for Roger. Oh, jeez. Come on, Roger. (laughs) Roger, you have inspiration. Oh, a 20. Uh, I am going to uh, features and traits. I rarely get use this so we are going to favored by the gods oh, that's a 25 nice all right so all right. you succeed your hit point maximum is not reduced um okay uh all right so you do take the 28 force damage but it's your hp is not reduced and then rocket yes you're sentinel sentinel space oh, oh sad actually, uh when a creature is in yes okay so the creature is within five feet of his face. And I missed. Oof. All right. Um, so the, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay. And then it does its uh, gaze. So you see the two heads roaming over the party. Who will they stare at? So Can't have, stare at me. I'm underneath you. Uh, you see one of the heads is able to crane and look down at you. <laughs> it looks between its legs. <laughs> yeah, so Rocket is one, uh, Fender's two, Roger's three, Vigorn is four, Gopher is five. Uh, Rocket, it's going to look at you. Uh, Told you, can't see me. It does a. Ooh, it does a one. Oh. Uh, nope. Alright, so one is the. Uh, is this, but first oh. I need a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. Let's see how far you are away from me. Within thirty. Oh. No. My flash of genius can't get there. Hmm, I have some sort of a a save thing too. Okay. Um. I think maybe I get a. an auto save. Here we go. I can not an auto save, unfortunately. I can re-roll a saving throw that I fail, but I got a nat twenty, so that's not going to help. Some like echo from you. Um, from me? Yeah. When somebody else talks, it's like going back through yours. Uh, so probably mute, mute when you're not talking. Um, okay. So, unfortunately, that's not going to save. It's just a 21. The DC is 23. Um, all right, so Rocket is 
Stunned, right? Stunned, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, so that was its multi-attack. It did the tentacle. It did the gaze. Um, that was its action. It does not have bonuses. So we will keep on moving. Go for it. It's your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're just going to pew pew. All right. So the crossbow is loaded. You have allies within five feet of the target. Um, I think all the advantages have been used, so if you're not using a bonus action to Mage Hand, it's just a 30 to hit, which will hit. And then you can, it's going to roll the sneak attack, so it's going to be 29 uh, sneak attack damage. Got it. And then you're using your bonus action to reload, right? Uh, Yep, and then I'm going to move even further back. That will come in for the uh, help action. That's correct. All right. So stand within five feet. It gets a help action to the next uh, attack. Uh, all right. Then go for moved. Anything else for go for? That's my turn. All right. Roger. Okay. Um, Roger is going to bunny hop backwards 15 feet again. All right. Um, that's bonus action. And then I am going to upcast this at fifth level. Intelligence saving throw. Okay. Intelligence save. Has advantage. The rolls at 11. Wow. Does he, does he choose to save or not? <laughs> he does. Aww. So he takes half damage and burns a save. Uh, what kind of... Can you uh, give the, send the text for that spell? Uh, it's an psychic damage spell. Okay, but it's not like a ch- you're not charming it or anything else. It's just uh, gotcha, gotcha. Because nope. like it's immune to those effects and conditions. But very good. So it's going to take the you rolled the seventeen, seventeen psychic, nope. uh, and it's going to take the seventeen psychic. Uh, uh, he right. is not stunned or incapacitated. This, this is her. Um, once again, uh, very angrily uh, roaring from from both uh, heads. Uh, seems to be very wounded. Lots of wounds, and now like some dribbles of, of some sort of black ichor from their noses. Um, anything else, Roger? Uh, no. He will cower in. All right. Very good. We'll move on to Vigorn. Yes, um, Vigorn is going to. Let's see. Um, uh, Fenner's still alive. Uh, wait, you're way, way over there. Uh, Roger, I was going to try to help you. Teen. I can't help you, Roger. Uh, I've, uh, all right. Um, I can't remember if we've done fire damage to it or not, but uh, I doubt it takes fire damage. All right. So I will just uh, cast that uh, magic missile at it. So uh, 15 points of damage. Uh, okay. 15. Got it. And uh, this little robot will start uh, walking over there unless, let's see what the Eldritch Cannon has how much movement. Alright. Oh, uh, Ben. Yes. You hit me with a tentacle attack. He needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, oh. This is true. Give me just a second here. I'm doing some math. Uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, no, be, uh, okay. And then, uh, uh, 
Okay. Uh, and sorry. Okay, so I need a what? What can I say for? No, nothing. Just fifteen points right, of. Con- oh, oh, for Roger. Sorry. Yeah, Constitution saving throw. Constitution. All right. Is yeah, there- I know he's probably going to pass it. Well, is-, is he a fiend? Yes. And yes, Constitution saving throw. It's against the aura, which is a magical. It's a spell, right? Effect. Yeah. Spell another one. All right. So. Yep, he passed. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, and then Vigorn, your turn was done. I'm going to do a bonus action. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just move this thing up here. It can't do its thing yet, but uh, it's getting ready to. Roger, if you want uh, some temporary hit points, you may want to move towards this thing, or you may not. Uh, and um, so I did a spell. I did a bonus action. And uh, I'm holding haste for when Raka is no longer uh, stunned. So. End of turn. Alrighty. At the end of your turn. Just trying to see here. Did it do? It has not used any legendary actions yet. So that's great. It's going to use one now. At the end of Igorn's turn. Uh, let's see. Four of these. It's got. Um, it's going to use a tail attack at Raka. Is Raka back yet? Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, so at Raka, Raka is stunned, so it's going to add advantage. Oh, goodness. Uh, no, straight roll. Would have disadvantage attacking Raka. Okay, so a 36 to hit. Uh, I think that hits, yes. Okay. <laughs> so 19 damage plus 9 necrotic. Um, plus a constitution save. For, oh, because, yep, yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Well. Well, I can't say for it. Um, so it passed. Okay. All right. So that was its legendary action. So at the so Vigorn took its turn or took his turn. So Raka, your turn. Okay. Let me take. Um. Raka's still stunned. Uh, there we go. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm frozen. Uh, in like a really horrible, just the worst facial expression, like mid moving to like say something like a bad celebrity photo there's like snot coming down her nose (laughs) got hit by the tail so your face is like frozen and like the yeah Yeah, there's snot flying out (laughs) (laughs) um okay uh and then when did uh, let's see stun until the start of demogorgon's next year okay gotcha gotcha. all right so we'll move on from raka uh yeah and then funner you all right. Um, Finner's going back to the basics. Battle axe will miss. Uh, you actually have advantage, I think. Oh. Uh, scrolling up here. I since I'm in the R? No. Since we're in the R? Uh, no, the bat did uh, help action, and I don't think anybody has used it yet. Uh, Roger did a save. Yeah, so you should. Yep. And a 22 will just hit. We'll take the, der- the damage from the first uh, roll. So that's going to be the 13 slashing. 13. Yep. And something I forgot on the last one, which is Divine Strike. Once on each of your turns, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can cause the attack to deal an extra 1d8 fire damage. Uh, yeah. All right. Really nice. uh, fire damage. All right. So it's going to take, you said fire damage, right? Fire damage, yep. All right. So roll it again. Uh, it's going to take four for this one. Roll it again. Yep. Uh, for the last yeah. one. And then it's going to take one for the, the previous hit. Okay. All right. 
Um, yep. And then I think I can do this on the same tip. When you hit a uh, favored foe, when you hit a creature with attack roll, you can mark the target yep. and give it an extra 1d4. Yep. So an extra two. And then gathered swarm, the, my yellow jacks just reach out and slap it for an additional 1d6. Another five. Um, and then second attack will miss, and spiritual weapon will move up and take its bonus swing. Uh, 20 misses, right? Yeah, 20 will miss, yeah. Okay. Uh, end of turn. All right. At the end of Fenner's turn, it's going to use a legendary action. It starts casting a spell. Uh, this spell at, or uh, uh, counter spell at, yeah, counter spell at, I call it sixth level. All right, that will dispel it or uh, counter it. Uh, all right, so that was its legendary action. Now it is its turn. Rocket. Uh, wisdom, is... wisdom, wisdom saving throw. Yep. Oh, Against yeah. Rocket the... is no longer stunned. Um, wisdom saving throw for it succeeds. It's going to take Save ten. Uh, takes a ten. Um, okay. Was there any other? I think that was it, right? Just the, mm. just the. Story. I think so. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Did Vigorn ready the haste action, or Vigorn were you just waiting until your next? I was just waiting. Okay, uh, got it. Just wanted to double check. I guess I could have readied it, but I did not. All right. So, um, hmm. yeah. So it's going to move up to here. So it's here. Five. It's trying to get Roger. <laughs> uh, it really wants uh, no. rabbit. rabbit dinner. Yep. Hey, Rocka, you get an attack. Oh, I do. Sentinel. Yes, thank you. Or that's just a reaction. Yeah. Um, you don't hunger. have the one that makes him not move. That is Sentinel, yeah. Oh, that is. Yes, I forgot about that. I always forget about that nice. feature. So it goes to leave and Raka slices its ankle and it turns super angry and looks down at Raka. Um, the 24 will hit. It will take the 11. Was that a great weapon master or anything? Or? Uh, no. Nope. All right. So it takes the 11 slashing uh, plus the five because of the. Oh, well, yes. Um, and I think that's it, right? There's. The yeah. Okay. Um, all right. But. Uh, oh, um, oh no, no, never mind. You're good. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, but it let's so let's see. It's gonna split. Oh, that didn't through. Uh, okay, so it's going to uh, again do the multi attack. Um, you got a lot of like parentheses and stuff in there. It's got to be. A yeah, thing. yeah. It's probably not gonna work. Nope. It's got to be just you, you, a, like HTTP or HTTPS link. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, so it's going to do a tentacle attack. Uh, it's got two targets. Disadvantage. So we're going to figure out first who it's going to try. So Raka's one. He goes after Raka. Um, at disadvantage, it's going to try to hit Raka. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 to hit Raka? Uh, yes, that does hit. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think right. I need a con save from Raka. Okay. I may use my inspiration yep. if it helps at all. Oh, no. And actually, my oh, my con's pretty good. So, yeah, let me use my inspiration. Do you have the, um, you're, oh, the I, you're the battle master, right? Do you have Indomitable? Uh, I, I, yep, yeah, totally. 
that's what I was going to use the last time. And we'll do that instead. Okay. I wasn't sure if you'd used it all up. Yeah, no, I haven't. I don't think I've used it. I think it maybe once during this campaign. Um, ooh, that's better. Ooh, nice. All right, so your HP maximum is not reduced, just 22 force damage. Um, so that was its attack. Oh, it needs to make a constitution save, bro. Alright. Just brain one of these will stick and he crits it. <laughs> yep. Alright. Um so there's that. And then it's going to use its gaze, which is uh one D five against all the players. One is Raka, unfortunately. Um, and he does the Oh, nice. This one's a little different. Um <laughs> Makes it sound like it's a good thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it was nice that it's different. You know, a little bit of variety. Uh, to, oh, to oh the, the flavor of your doom has a little more pepper on it. That's right, exactly. <laughs> um, so you seem confused without Ooh. making a saving throw. Yeah. Uh, the com- the effects of the confusion spell. <laughs> um, confusion. Ooh, sorry, that's a lot of text there. Uh, no saving throw. Uh, so, Rocket, if you could roll a d10. Okay. A three. Uh, doesn't move or take actions this turn. Ah, last. Okay. This lasts until the Demogorgon's next turn. So, unfortunately, won't be able to... Uh, doesn't move or take actions. Okay, so won't won't get a turn, unfortunately. Um, all right. So that was... I'm going to put a mark. So hopefully you can remember. All right. So that was Demogorgon's turn. Uh, that is the end of his turn. Go for your turn. All right. Well, I can't uh, can't be faulted for just wanting to give him a, a pew. I mean, it's been working pretty well for you. So yeah, yeah, thirty will hit. Yep, yep. Uh, there's friendlies nearby, so all that sneak attack. So that's going to be thirty nine. Right. Well, it looks like it. Yep. 39 nice i think you've done like 150 or so over this fight um just this session let alone last session um all right and then the bat's gonna help and yep. uh yeah. i'm gonna reload yep yep so bonus action reload that helps uh all right anything else for gopher nope i'm in the right spot and everything nice all right so at the end of your turn it's gonna legendary action um it is going to uh, it's going to look around and it's going to look around. We're going to do a D4 because Demogorgon is uh, real smart, scary smart, actually. Um, so it's not going to look at Rocket. It's just going to look at the other players. So Roger is one, Fenner's two, Vigorn is three, Gopher is four. Uh, all right, Gopher, it's going to look at you. Uh, and it must either use this one or this one. All right, so we'll roll a d2 to figure out which one it does. This one, all right. Uh, so that was this effect. So uh, Gopher is stunned um, as it its heads looks towards you, and it gives its uh, like super, you know, all the all the heads roaring. And... It's a wisdom save or. <laughs> Actually, I mean, that was the uh, one creature. Oh, yeah, that's the other one that says it does not have save. So, yep, uh, DC 23 wisdom save. Mm, close. 
All right. All right. Stunned. Uh, Roger, your turn. Um, God, let me check something really quick. Um, I'm going back and forth between two spells, and I don't know which one I want to cast. Um, but we'll just go ahead with this one and nice. Uh, like a glance. Worked well the last time. Ooh. Doesn't work this time. Does it half damage? Uh, yes. So twelve. All right, twelve damage. Uh, eleven. Oh, I'll be twenty-four. I'll give it the one HP back. There we go. What did he choose to pass? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, he he passed on the save, so he didn't need to succeed. Yeah. Oh. So he, he gets advantage on all spell saves. Yep. Ah. Um. Oh, I think that's all I can do this turn. Huh. Very well then. Uh, so at the end of your turn, uh, it's going to use another legendary action. Um, you know, I think Fenner hasn't gotten enough attention. <laughs> so we're just going to go with uh, a... T- you know, we'll, we'll roll a d2. We'll, we'll give it the option. So one is a gaze, two is a tail. Oh, okay, it's going to it's gonna tail attack. Uh, so a 30 to hit. Uh, 30 will hit. 20 to hit. 20 to hit. Nope, it's... Yeah. It's a 30. It doesn't have advantage, so it's always going to be the left one. Oh, he would have advantage otherwise? Well, He has disadvantage from I'm, the... Uh, oh, okay. So 20 to hit. Well, 20 hits on the dot, so... Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't hit it. It's Rocco with a 21. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and then was there a con save because he hit? Yes, yes. there will be a con save. Uh, let me... I'm down to... What was that? 55? Five? And con save... Come on, baby. No, no. Uh, oh, nope. yeah, for the... All right, so Spirit Guardians is down, then? Yeah, Spirit Guardians is down. All right, so we'll remove the aura. That is gone. Did I roll for that at the start of... I think I did, right? You rolled for Spirit Guardians at the start of his gotcha. last turn. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, all right, so that was his legendary action, right? Yep, yep. At the end of Roger's turn? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll move on to Vigorn. All right. Uh, Vigorn is no longer going to waste his what he's been holding on to. Uh, okay, I do need to get a little closer to uh, Raka. I am just with... Uh, uh, let's see. Her? Yes. <laughs> Five feet closer. All right. Uh, Raka, I'm going to cast uh, Haste. And I'm still confused, just in case you forgot. Until the start of the Demogorgon's next turn. Until the start of the Demogorgon's turn. Yeah, but it'll be there for another minute. That's true, yes. You'll get the effects eventually. Unless it does something to me. Which it will. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Alright. It's going to... This thing is going to go right here. Then right here. And it's going to... uh, I don't think I've stepped out of its uh, range there. Uh, right. And it is going to uh, use its uh, protector option. And um, Roger, you now have seven temporary hit points. Hey. 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 End of turn. All right. It's used up all of its legendary actions. Raka is... Uh, confused and can't move or take actions. Yep. Uh, which unfortunately I think means you don't get a turn. Funner, your turn. Okay. Um, Gopher, does the bat, can the bat take damage? 
I mean, it is it it will if you try. <laughs> it has one HP. All right. Um, I don't want to hurt you, Pat. Um, Finner will look over at Gopher and says, "Can you move? Uh, can you move? Can you move your friend to the to a little bit to the left, if you will?" And will forgo any spells and just go for his battle axe. 18 will miss. 29 will hit, though, for 9. Uh, did anybody make an attack, actually? Hmm? That was my uh, second attack. I think you get uh, you get advantage because of the bat again. Yeah. Okay, so 29. I gave you the help action. So yeah, we'll do it. Got 29, we'll take the 9 damage, and then you do have your Favored foe and gathered swarm for another 10. Nice hit and max on both of those. And then I'll go for my second attack. Are you still doing fire damage too? Uh, Fire damage, I don't think did anything to him. Does half, I think. Uh, Then I would have gotten half on the divine strike. Yep, so it'll take two. Yep. Uh, And then uh, good old spiritual weapon will... Take did, a swing. Did, do you get to roll on the battle axe again for advantage, or just once? Just the first one. Okay. Yeah. So okay, that will be uh, end of turn. All right, um, but I would encourage you all to check your inspiration. Make sure you know if if you got it, you've used it. <laughs> if not, you can you can you know potentially turn those misses into smiles. You know. Uh, right. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down. Exactly. All right. So Demogorgon's turn. Uh, Raka, I believe. Uh, Shuts off. You're no longer confused. Start. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, so no longer confused. I'm good with that. All right. Um, so Demogorgon's turn. Uh, it seems to, you know, it's it's been having some success with uh, doing the, the mixed thing, so it's gonna, let's see, it has two targets. Uh, Fenner, it's gonna go for you with uh, this. I uh, believe it's disadvantage, so 21 to hit. It's. And that needs to make a con save. Um, Alright, so I need a con Which save. I don't think, I just need to roll a 1, 2, or 3 on that. Yeah, no, oh, 15% chance. Um... <laughs> Oof. Okay, so twenty. Uh, so what would I have needed to save on a con save? Twenty-three. Oh yeah, I'd have to. Yeah. For me, for me, yeah. I'd, have to, I'd, have to, I'd have to roll a, a twenty. So <laughs> I'm not going to waste the inspiration uh, going for that. So uh, that's twenty-two force. Yep, and yep. HP maximum is reduced as well um, by twenty-two. Yep, and then uh, it's going to roll. It's going to do its gaze, so it's going to figure out who it's going to look at. Um, Roger, you are number one. Mm-hmm. So it's going to do that, and then it's going to... Oh. oh. What? Is it a con save or some sort of save? We'll, because his thing's going to drop. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a three. It's a confusion. Um, so I need a D10 from Roger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no save. So a four uh, creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. Oh uh, okay. So there is that. We'll mark Roger. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Demogorgon's turn. Uh, go for it. Your turn. All right. Is he still uh, stunned? Uh, stunned. He's stunned. Uh, 
Oh, that was until the start of Demogorgon's next turn. So <laughs> uh, Gopher should no longer be stunned because Demogorgon just went. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, riding through. Oof. 17 will miss. Oh, sorry. My thing didn't scroll down. Oh, well, I mean, I could always use my inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yep, now would be the time. Hey! <laughs> no goodness. <laughs> All right. So that was a significant blow to this thing. It does, you know, the un- unhappy roaring sounds. Uh, both heads. Yeah, that would not. Uh, all right, so that was that. I'm assuming bonus action reloading, and then there was yep. Uh, so that was Gopher's turn. Are you moving the bat? Matt is the bat. What the bat isn't right next to him, so he's right it next is. to him. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, no, having the uh, the bat move out of the way so that he can uh, can not get hit by the spell. Moving over here and doing the help action. Yep. All righty. Uh, at the end of Gopher's turn, Demogorgon, super angry. Is going to. <laughs> it's going to tail attack. And it has two targets Raka's one, Fenner's two. Raka, it's going to tail attack you. Okay. Um, has disadvantage, right? Uh, 27 hit. Uh, Raka, your AC is currently 23, right? Because uh, haste increases it plus two. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, the... Sorry, it was on mute. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So I think a 27 still hits, right? It does. All right. Um, all right. So the tail attack is just the weapon damage and seven products. So 27 damage total. Um, and that was right. its legendary action. Roger, your turn. And then Demogorgon needs to make a... Uh, Con save. Yep, yep, yep. And he succeeds. On, roll low. Mm-hmm. Um, I did roll low. That's, there was a 12 in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you've rolled below a 10 on that save yet. Right, so um, Roger can't move or yeah, take I can't do anything. This turn, so it's my turn. Alrighty, oh, uh, we'll move on to B1. Alright, I will mind sliver it because I'm running out of uh, ideas. <laughs> Alright, so that's uh, an intelligence save? Yes. Alrighty, anything else? Uh, 10 points of psychic damage. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, let's see, does anything else uh, needs to subtract 1d4 on its next saving throw. Needs to subtract a 4 on its next saving throw. It, I don't know if you're supposed to roll that or I'm supposed succeeded. to roll that, but... It succeeded, oh, uh, so it's the, yeah, it yeah. doesn't take yeah. any Okay, but, yeah. Um, uh, well, that's... It'll minus 4 on the next uh, saving throw it does. It succeeded... It, the, it oh, succeeded it succeeded. Save, okay. So the, the spell has no effect. Mm. All right, all right. Yep, yep, okay, okay. Uh, right. Uh, let's see then. Um, bonus actions or movement? Yeah, a uh, bonus action. I will, um, do, uh, 11 temporary hit points to Roger. I'm <laughs> not sure that's helping. Hey, it's four more than last time, so. Yeah. Uh, is, end of turn. Is that a single target, or would Fenner also get that? Uh, if Fenner was around, yeah, we Fenner's could touch that. Uh, he could he could get that, but I'm trying to help you, Roger. I guess I could yeah. move it one closer and get smushed by. Uh, it could use its turn to. <laughs> yes, uh, it's Raka's turn. I'll move. I'll move. I'll move five feet closer to you <laughs> to yeah. the cane next uh, turn. Go for it. At what altitude is the bat flying? Um, at head level with the demigorgon. 
okay, yeah, but the Demogorgon is, you know, like many, many feet tall. So is it flying at head level for the Demogorgon or? Head level for the Demogorgon. All right. So unfortunately, it's out of range for the temp HP. All right. All right. So uh, that was Vigorn's turn. Mm-hmm. Rocka's right. turn. All, right. so All her actions go crazy. Yes. So All right. Before <laughs> Rocka's turn, it has oh. a legendary yep. action, I think. <laughs> so it did. Uh, that was its turn. I'm just scrolling back to make sure. It did a tail attack. Do, yep. It has not used its other one, so it's going to do its legendary action. Um, it's going to. Oh, it's going to gaze at somebody. It's going to look at somebody. That's so exciting. Who is it going to look at? Uh, Raja's already affected, so it's going to be a D4. Uh, Rock is one, Fenner's two, Vigorn's three, Gopher's four. Uh, Fenner, it is going to look at Fenner. Uh, and it's going to either this one or that one. So it's going to roll D2. Alright, so it's going to do that one. Alright, so Fenner, I need a D10 from you, please. Alright. A two! Alright, so Fenner is also not moving or taking actions yep. until the start of the Demo Bergen's next turn. Um, so, Raka, your turn. Okay. First, so much for moving closer to the cannon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to second win and just do a quick little bonus action to regain some hit points. So that'll be 18 points. And I'm curious, how's the Demogorgon looking right now? Uh, it's looking pretty wounded. Also, I think it reduced your HP maximum, right? Uh, I saved, I believe, oh. and didn't, didn't okay. get that portion. All right, sweet. So, yeah, nice. second wind, get some HP back. All right. And then I'm going to also action surge and go ahead and spend that. So that should give me, if I uh, calculate correctly, three attacks for my normal action, three for action surge, and then I get one bonus action from the haste. Uh, that is so that's correct. seven total. Seven total. Uh, okay. And then has anyone attacked it? I think you get advantage on the first one. Ah, okay, excellent. Even better. All right. And I'm just going to... Um, oh, sorry? Nobody's used the bats advantage yet. So excellent. Great. And uh, for fun, I'm just going to great weapon master everything. Ooh. All right. All right. So advantage for first attack. Attack one. 21 uh, to hit. 21 will miss. Oh, I'm going to use my precision <laughs> attack. Going to just make it work. We're going to throw out all of the dice. Extra nice. five to hit. Okay. Uh, um, extra damage too, right? Uh, extra damage? Uh, from the, oh, from the haste. No, no, no not no, the from haste. The precision. Doesn't it? Uh, it increases oh. the, the hit, and then you also add that to... Or am I... Unfortunately, not for the precision. Uh, that one's a little bit different. Okay, nice. Yeah, um, so... It'll be 24, right? Plus 5, so 29 total from the curse. All right. All right. This this won't take long, everyone. <laughs> All right, that... Mm-hmm. Oh, nat 1. That's going to miss. Roll 3. Did you have e- inspiration or anything? Uh, I do. Yeah, why, why not burn it? Okay, so um, that 16 was roll 3. Let me roll inspiration and re-roll the 12. Okay. Ooh, not not great. All right, attack four. All right, so that becomes a 21. I I still got one more 
Combat superiority I can burn. Let's go. Bump it. Yep, yep. So that one will hit. Uh, and I'm going to also re-roll with Savage Attacker, that D12. So that will be 8 plus 6 is 14, plus 10 is 24, plus 5 is 29 for that attack. Nice. And that was attack number 5, I believe. I get two more. Yep. Uh, nope. And nope. No. All right. Uh, all right. Well, unfortunately... The last attack that hit was enough to kill the demigorgon. So, how would you like to do? <laughs> Amazing! Hmm. Uh, you know, Rock is going ham right now. She is just, uh, you know, her face is bashed in. So, like, there's snot and blood flying <laughs> everywhere off of her, off the demigorgon. Uh, she's just going uh, wailing and going crazy. Um, and then uh, the demigorgon just kind of slowly. Uh, slumps to the ground, um, exhausted from the number of blows from everyone in the party, uh, and it, it gazes into everyone's eyes before it finally shuts them. Yes, <laughs> shrieking and gibbering, the Prince of Demons disintegrates as his foul essence is cast back into the abyss, ending the demonic threat to the Underdark. Um, and with that, the portals uh, here close... Uh, as each of the, the demon lords are sent back to their uh, respective layers. Um, uh, as they close, the rest of the creatures that are around, uh, the, the combat eventually draws to a close. You all are able to like spread out and, and help uh, your army with the, the last of the, the creatures. And uh, eventually there is silence for a moment as everyone looks around and you know just takes a, a breath for a moment and then is the tower gone the tower is destroyed yes uh when <laughs> when the uh demogorgon uh broke Orfe uh what was his name orcus's uh, neck uh yeah. orcus fell back and uh you know crushed the tower Oof. um but after you know with with that held breath just for a moment as uh, in that silence uh there's then a roar as everyone cheers the end of uh, this threat to the Underdark. Yay! Alright. We'll do uh, we'll do some uh, skimming here uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll wrap up. So with the end of the threat to the Underdark, you're able to return to each of the cities. Uh, there's basically like a parade in each one as uh, people come to their senses, the madness uh, that had been plaguing everyone in the Underdark subsiding. Um, eventually, uh, let's go to the map for this. So you, you basically do like a, a victory lap. Uh, <laughs> you hit Blindenstone. You hit Menzo Branzen, Soup de Loop, Clarkles to Neverlight Grove, all the different places. And as you get to Gompelgrim, um, let's see. Uh, you find the defenders of Gompelgrim uh, rebuilding the city's defenses. Uh, King Brunor, um, you know, there's the, the parade and celebration. It ends in basically you all approaching the throne, I think. Let me get back to that chapter because I think there was a um, do uh, so you you return victorious to Gontelgrim, the dwarven city. Um, you, you there's a parade that follows you up to the uh, the vault of kings, um, and uh, 
Uh, let's see. Scrolling, scrolling. Uh, you're taken to a mighty hall uh, in which a red-haired dwarf of fierce and proud demeanor sits upon a massive stone throne flanked by a number of guards and advisors. Um, returning uh, triumphant. Um, let's see. Scrolling, scrolling. Uh, oh, wow. Interesting. So they don't uh, have this here. Maybe it's in an Adventurers League document. Uh, but you return and Br- King Brunar basically uh, grants you each a title and a house uh, here in Gontelgrim. Uh, and you all are treated as nobility here in the city uh, for your victory over the the demon lords. Nice. Uh, I imagine it's like... Um... Is it Return of the Jedi where they play mm-hmm. hands out the medals to everyone and, and the music is playing and yep, the, exactly. the for some playing. reason Roger's completely forgotten and doesn't get a medal. <laughs> uh, they actually so everyone else gets like a regular size medal. For some reason there was a mix up in the order, and so the medal for Roger is basically Roger sized, but it's it's metal, so it's like super heavy. It's like basically a boulder that they try to it's super awkward they it's it looked like it was like a, a giant's metal that they had in storage and so roger has this this metal the size of him so roger is flavor flaving it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep uh all right so uh with that let's go around uh the room in roll 20 order uh, Vigorn, af- after this this award ceremony, you're granted these titles. You're nobles now in Gontelgrim. Uh, you know they the celebration adjourns to like this dinner, um, uh, and and so you all are basically like seated uh, around the king uh, with this feast. There's a celebration, music and cheering, and everybody's laughing. You know, there's dancing. Um, there's a, a moment where we'll focus in on Vigorn. Uh, as Vigorn's kind of like swirling a drink or doing whatever Vigorn would do during a feast, uh, what is next in store for Vigorn uh, over the next, uh, let's say, year or so? Yeah, uh, Vigorn is planning on uh, returning to Menzo Baranzan uh, and hopefully as a hero for all that he has done. And hopefully uh, all will be forgiven as to his... Uh, social awkwardness and issues that he caused that got him kicked out of the university. Hopefully everything is good there. And he hopes to see his family and uh, spend some time there and also go back to the restaurant and try to win some more stuffed animals. <clears throat> All right. And uh, so Vigorn's thought is kind of interrupted and uh, there's like a, a cheer that goes on, uh, goes up and, uh, you know, basically, like, uh, everybody... It's this dwarven, uh, like, uh, gong, where every time it's hit, like, everyone takes a drink, basically. So the gong goes off, and, and Vigorn's thought is kind of interrupted. Um, and then the, the you know, there's laughter, and the, the camera kind of shifts to Fenner. What's Fenner thinking about or doing over the next year? So Fenner leans back in his chair, is watching all this, and Toomey sitting beside him. And he places a hand on her shoulder and said, time to go home, little one. So the plan is to get to me safely back to the family. Um, and then, but, but before he leaves, he was going to make an offer to Roger um, and Jessica. She wanted to participate that, uh, that, you know, if he was up for it, 
Fenner might return to try to uh, to cleanse Grackle's stug or stew. I can't, I can't remember what, of the of its uh, obnoxious odors and uh, uh, and the kind of the sway that the uh, that, that imperial imperial guard had over um, uh, the dragon Fimbershad and the and the rest of the city. That was one that kind of weighed on him because they left him in such everywhere we left. I felt like we left it better, except for there. <laughs> so nice. the, the the goal is once Timmy's back is to go back and finish up unfinished business. Crackle stuff. Nice. All right. Um, and then uh, so from there, uh, um, there's uh, basically like something. Something happens. Like there's. Uh, uh, dwarven jugglers that come in uh and they're juggling and it's kind of like this uh three stooges act where like uh one of the um the stooges while juggling uh like throws it but it, it's in like accident and it's flying over towards raka who uh with her reflexes probably uh will catch it but what's raka thinking about as this this uh this bowling pin is basically flying in her direction and she's just absentmindedly like reaching up to catch it. Uh, she's imagining uh, a face in, in um, what's the word I'm trying to think of in, in place of, uh, in place of that and imagines herself in a fight, you know, uh, fists swinging and, and weapons being thrown. And uh, she does some, decides that she will do some traveling as well. Um, she'll also travel to Gracklestug because that was a place she also really enjoyed. Um, she tries to be- befriend some giants. Uh, d- doesn't go too well, but, you know, she makes an effort. Um, she also tries to visit Menzo Baranzen, uh, and disguised in order to seek out Vigorn there. And does pretty well for a while, but eventually gets captured and is thrown back in jail, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, because of all of her experiences, she is able to help a group of other young adventurers be freed and uh, try and show them the ropes um, and uh, help them escape as well. All right. So as Raka deftly catches, uh, let's say it's, I don't know, a, a torch that's on fire. Uh, there's a moment of hush. Does Raka throw it back? Sure. All right. So easily Raka, you know, throws it back to the jugglers uh, who catches it. And then there's a cheer. Everyone's like, yeah, like it's all part of the act. They don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, with that, um, we'll go over to Gopher. Gopher, um, during this whole kind of celebration, there's this um, uh, drow uh, female who's kind of like been chatting you up a bit. Uh, what's Gopher thinking about during the course <laughs> of this uh, conversation? Like, what's next for Gopher? Jeez, putting me on the spot. Um, well, uh, Gopher's uh, plan is to uh, to go back to um, not not Cracklestug. Where was it? Um, Blendenstone, and uh, make a name for himself as a uh, as a merchant. Nice. So. Uh, I suppose there's what the the eye raise, eye, eyebrow raise, eyebrow raise, and then like the zany wow wow sound or whatever it is you guys want to. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so Gopher, uh, you know you're you're thinking about this, you're having this conversation. Give me a perception check or insight. Mm-hmm. You know your your choice of like a 
perception or insight or that kind of thing. All right. So um, as we shift away from Gopher, um, uh, the the dwarf female has kind of like uh, like laughed and like patted you on the shoulder and drifted away. And it's about that time that Gopher realizes his money purse is gone. No, I've been robbed. <laughs> only only for flavor. No no only money actually flavor. lost. But yeah, it seems like she no. uh, she she took you for your money. Um, all right, oh. so from there, we'll shift over to to Roger. As uh, you see this realization come across Gopher's face, uh, Roger, um, uh, let's see. You think, Roger, you see a, sh- uh, a f- like you're, there's a celebration, everyone's cheering and laughing. Um, Roger, give me a perception check. Uh, does this involve visual? Yes. And I, I think have advantage because... Yeah. Okay. This. I would. Yeah. This. This makes sense. So you're. You're. You know. There's a celebration. Whatever Roger's doing during all of this. Um. There's a form that's like moving through the crowd. But what's Roger thinking about for the next year? So Roger's hearing about all his friends going back to you know Blingdenstone and Cracklestug and Menzelbrenz and all that. And Roger likes to listen to people's stories. And he heard this story about this woman one time named Harriet Tubman. It seemed like she had a really good idea, especially since Roger's number one overriding desire is to go back and be with Jessica, who was in Menzo Berenzen the last time he saw her, um, working with the underground there. And so he starts trying to chat up his friends and set up kind of an underground railroad of getting the slaves out of Menzo Berenzen. Um And he's making all these plans for that. But he's going to be like the Patch Adams of the Underground Railroad, like working with the kids and making jokes and making them laugh and helping them get over whatever trauma they suffered. Um, but yeah, his whole goal is to work with Jessica on whatever it is she wants to do. Use the contacts he now has in Gontel Grimm and, and do some good with all the crap that he's been through for the last year or whatever it's been. All right. So as Roger's thinking about that and got these ideas, um, sees the form moving through the crowd and, um, kind of you get this moment of, of clarity and focus. You see this um, this human man, long beard, long hair, who turns and and is like looking at you, um, and like see like you catch his gaze, and then he like smiles and winks at you, and he blows a kiss, and in that moment, the uh, his form changes, and you can see it's Jessica. And there's this um, mist where she disappears and then reappears next to you, kind of like sitting on the table and will, with your consent, like reach down uh, and grab your ears and pull you in for a kiss. Oh, boy. I've missed playing patty cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jessica's here and she will kind of work with you to like set that up where uh, they can escape to here or whatever that destination is. Um, and you know, just basically like uh, setting up both ends of this underground railroad. You know, uh, passphrases, uh, routes, all that stuff. All right. So with that, uh, the celebration kind of comes to a close. Um, there's a, uh, a a loud ringing. The gong is rung several times, and everyone just basically like picks up their drink. 
and starts drifting. And uh, King Brunor uh, basically says, uh, my friends, uh, if you will come with us. And uh, you're, you're led uh, through the city to uh, a, a place up ahead. You can hear the ringing of uh, metal on metal. Uh, up ahead, you see the Great Forge. Um, and uh, so there's a, a procession of blacksmiths who uh, bring out several suits of adamantine or mithril armor of your choice. It's basically like they're, they've, they're, if you've ever seen like the movies where it's like uh, a, a tailor and they're like, they've got all these different clothes. <laughs> Think of that kind of thing, but it's all these different sizes and types of adamantine and mithril armor. You're looking at. Roger gets the most obnoxious rodeo belt buckle he can possibly find. Okay, you're looking at millions of gold worth of armor, basically, just on display for your choosing. Um, and King Brunor uh, walks up to it, and you can see uh, this is a very special... It has the king's like insignia on it, um, but it's runes that have been inscribed into it as well. Um, and he kind of like taps on it. There's a ringing sound uh, as his ring uh, hits the armor, and he turns to you, puts his arms wide, and says... <laughs> my friends this armor is like no other it will protect you against poison and other things and when you're underground you can always successfully determine how far underground you are mm. Mm. so a, a belt buckle i don't know what kind of you know armor roger's a sorcerer he has no armor no proficiency as armor mm-hmm. okay well you can you can so he'd lean over to rock i'd be like how do you put this stuff on all right so the uh the details from the season nine faq are in the uh in the chat there Mm -hmm. um so there's also there's the title there's the property you get a manor in gonfalgrim um so you get your choice of adamantine or mithril armor um or if you don't want adamantine or mithril armor uh, King Br- Brunor basically, uh, from his pack, pulls out a cloak um, and will offer it to Roger as an alternative. It is a cloak of Arachnida. Arachnida, whatever it is. Um, I'll have to look up what that is. Yep. So any any of you can basically choose between the adamantine mithril armor or the cloak. I think uh, um is going to take the, myth- uh, the adamantine uh, half-plate. Good choice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab the cloak. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between adamantine and, and mithril? Yep. So Adamantine. Yeah. Well, yeah. So adamantine has a strength requirement normally, but uh, it can withstand mighty blows and it basically grants you immunity to critical hits. So any mm-hmm. hit will only ever do normal damage. Um, mithril armor typically does not have a strength requirement because it is so light. Um, but and it also I think does not grant disadvantage on stealth checks. I think for yeah. for that armor, um, and I think that's basically the the differences between the two. Okay, so but I could go adamantine, and the strength is not going to be a problem for uh, thinner. I, so I could go adamantine breastplate and still be okay for. Yep. Yeah. Typically, uh, if. If you meet the strength requirement of the uh, the armor normally, then adamantine is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, actually, that doesn't really that doesn't it, at least according to this adamantine 
only has an AC of 14 and my breastplate plus one has a 15. (laughs) That's true. There is a trade-off there where uh, the the adamantine doesn't grant that plus like it's magic armor, um, but it does grant that immunity uh, to critical hits. And what was the quote? Uh, I think people are linking it in the Discord. So yeah, we okay, don't have. Cool. Uh, let me get that. Did someone put the cloak in Discord? I not yet. Okay, I have that. Okay, uh, not yet. I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, here you go. And then let me there. There you go. That's the cloak. All right. So you get the feeling um, that your now scorned once ally. Um, probably uh has plans for you um you get the feeling <laughs> occasionally that somebody is watching you um yeah <laughs> uh and sometimes you know things just don't go to plan like you you think they would and you get the sense that somebody's got it out for you um so you've got the the all the all this stuff i don't see any gold to give out the wand of orcus is an artifact and it dissipates after the fight. Um, oh, I forgot I had that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you do forget you had that thing. Did you have that thing? I it's picked so it up. To, uh, so hard to uh, remember. You know. Yeah. It was so chaotic during the, the whole fight. It. Huh. Weird. Anyways. Um. So there's that. Uh. So I don't. I don't see any gold or anything. Um, oh yeah, do, do you make note of Jim Jar's uh, blessing of wound closure? And I think that's it. I think that's the end of the campaign. So, I have a question yep. that I've been thinking about all night. Mm-hmm. Why did we summon all of these lords of the abyss? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you look at the um, let me link it here. So this had been your plan all along after you had figured out, um, you know, what you wanted to do. Basically, the ritual was going to draw them all together in one place, and hopefully they would all go crazy and fight each other. So you gathered the ritual. So together. they were all already loose in the Underdark. Now. They were, yes. They had been set loose okay. by the, the first time, and so the plan was to draw them together uh again in one place and then uh have them fight and send each other back to the abyss well as uh that was the step i was missing is that they had already been released and were wrecking havoc yes exactly so fiends once they are killed on the material plane are like dissipate they're not killed permanently they go back to their plane of existence in the the abyss where if you kill them there then they die but they don't die here they just get sent back I was missing the step where they had already been released within the Underdark and we were just trying to bring them together for the Battle Royale. Yep. Yeah, they'd already been released. That's uh, why everybody in the Underdark was going mad was because the demon lords, you know, running around and fighting. Right, right. And you tracked Inagu at one point. You you came across other signs of the demon lords. So lots of... Because I was like, you know, if we were the ones that summoned them here, <laughs> nope, so we could have just like any time just said, ah, we're going home. So the the they were originally summoned by uh Bane Grim like uh what was his name? Uh gosh. Grim something Banery? Grump. Yeah, that was Grump probably Banery. that's what it was. Grump. So Gaunt, that was probably in the beginning in the couple of episodes I missed. Yep, exactly. The at the beginning of the book, um 
we escaped from the drow and we we heard about this incursion uh where this ritual had gone off and they'd all been summoned and wrecked havoc on Menza Branzen, which when we visited was like rebuilding and recovering from that. Uh yep. Yeah. So you've you've saved the Underdark and probably the world and made a few enemies, made a few allies. Oh, we level up too. You do. You level up to mm-hmm. seventeen. Mm-hmm. I think. Right? Seventeen? I was playing this at sixteen. No, 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 no. Uh sixteen. I think so I was I was fifteen at this encounter. Oh okay. yeah. So you oh interesting. Because I think with this we should have been leveling up. I have pinned. Yeah. In the pins yeah. it says level fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was well, level fifteen. Level fifteen. So you're leveling up to sixteen after this? Mm-hmm. Well yeah. done, DMs. Yeah. All workable yeah, ones on you. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every all the other DMs take a bow, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We are all DMs at heart. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I don't. I can't remember what we said we we're going to do next. I'm around next week, but the week of the um, of the twelfth. Um, Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled "Battle" and was created by Symbolbird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. Music was edited by me. See you all next week.